You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network. All right, then. On with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. Don't forget, you can take us on the go with Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, or basically anywhere that you listen to music or podcasts. Don't forget, you can also find us on our website, themisfitfaction.com. On there, you'll get links to all of our social media, as well as all the different podcasts we do. Again, like Cinematic Adventures, MF Uncensored, and obviously, Multiverse Fancast. In the studio today, we have Paul. Paul, how are you doing? I'm doing all right, Ronnie. How are you today? I am doing amazing. You know, Ronnie, I have I'm to... I'm feeling po- a little diabolical, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I wanted to point out that I really like your shirt. Why, thank you. It, you mean my MF Uncensored shirt that I got from the MisfitFaction.com store? Wow, where can I get that shirt? It was going to be my follow-up question. But... Shameless plug. Shameless plug, shameless plug. But wow, themisfitfaction.com? What's that? That's our website that I just talked about. Well, damn it. <laughs> I'm good to answer your question. And moving on from that, we also have Rob. Rob, how are you? Hello, everybody. I'm doing good. Did you just get hit in the nuts? <laughs> no, we're all doing different animation styles, apparently. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you were doing good. <laughs> I, I, I need to do like an anime voice. I don't know how to do that. Oh, speaking of animation styles, we have a, an episode for you today, I guess. Not Ronnie, I think it's going to struggle through this one. Oh, I'm going to struggle just like Amazon Prime did with this <laughs> show. So today we are talking as as we get that about free shipping. the boys. Diabolical. Oh yeah! <laughs> no, we so, were going to talk about the boys. You guys tricked will. me. <laughs> we will talk about the boys towards the tail end, yeah. but we're going to kick things off talking about the atrocious series, The Boys Presents Diabolical. It's weird because the series received critical acclaim upon release, with praise going to the animation, voice acting, writing, <laughs> humor, and themes. Yeah, well, that's also the critics that also are always the complete opposite of the fans. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> so. So we are continuing our gore-soaked month yes. with Diabolical. Which wasn't really that gore-soaky. I feel uh, like. The first episode was the, pretty gore-soaky. Yeah. Gore-soaky. And a guy flies through another guy. Yeah, there, were, there was Spoilers? Okay. But also, compared to season one and season two of this, this was pretty tame. I, so in my opinion, we are going full spoilers for Diabolical here today, folks, as well as season one and two. Yes. So, like I said, we're, we'll kick things off with Diabolical. Then, towards the tail end, we'll just do a quick little recap of season one and season two of The Voice because today is June third, which Woo! means three episodes have dropped of season three. However, none of us have seen any of those yet. So, what we'll do is at the tail end, like I said, is when we talk about. The first two seasons, we'll give our thoughts about what we think season three is going to be like, and then just be on the lookout in a couple of weeks. We'll give our mid-season review. Now, also, boys. if you guys are looking for a more in-depth review of season one and season two of The Boys, we did do an episode. I think I even titled it, Vaught Industries Presents The yeah, Boys. Yeah, I think Yeah. Did. And uh, we talked about season one and two. 
And we, we we did our initial thoughts, but that was before any sort of trailer, any sort of yeah. teaser. Like this was before like the the entertainment machine was really running yeah. hard for the boys season three in a way that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Now we we've mentioned in previous episodes that Amazon did really well with promoting the boys season one, season two, and now season three. <laughs> Why yeah. am I so uncomfortable in hearing that Amazon did really well? Like I feel like Jeff Bezos is like behind everything. Well, and, so and doesn't that, isn't that like the themes of the boys that there's a big, big evil corporation yeah. <laughs> behind it with an evil mastermind? Well, it's, funny because the the boys is really amazon amazon prime's flagship show mm-hmm. it was the first yeah. one of like the first big show of their streaming service because we, we're in the middle of the streaming wars right now mm-hmm. you know the day of recording we have obi-wan kenobi's killing it on yep. disney plus and it's fantastic if you guys haven't watched it we're gonna do an episode actually on cinematic adventures mm-hmm. for it stranger things season four part one just came out yep, which and killed it's it's doing fantastic and it's really good too yeah everyone is talking about it and then I'm not. you know we have the boys releasing today conversation <laughs> hbo max is doing well with all their streaming stuff too mm-hmm. to a point especially the dc stuff definitely mm-hmm. but for it's such a weird time where streaming is such a big part of what we're what we do and how we interact and it, people don't watch cable television anymore it's not, it's going out is it just me or is it really hard to find things on amazon prime movie wise like I actually enjoy their movie selection. No, no, I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm saying the the, the they're, they're the, like originals. The format, like trying to search for things on Amazon without like accidentally purchasing a ball of twine or something like that. Like it's it huh? doesn't seem like the the streaming service and their their shop service doesn't seem to be on on the computer. Yes. Yes. Oh, for, I only watch it on my TV. Yeah. Oh, we, okay. Yeah. So That's what I was like, huh? we're able to actually tell our remote to be like. Hey, play our Amazon Prime, and it'll actually pop okay. up just the yeah. movie stuff. So I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's hard, um, to, so it's hard to just browse that. Amazon Prime. So it's funny. Again, we talk about streaming, and streaming has changed so much since when it first came out, especially with Netflix, where you had to have some sort of secondary viewing device to to watch mm. it. Yeah, like we had the app on the on the Xbox and the yeah. PlayStation when we were all when Ronnie and I were sharing a home with our yeah. uh, Cinematic Adventures co-star Sean. During the time where we all lived together and didn't do a single freaking podcast episode. <laughs> we were it, busy doing nothing. Ironically <laughs> enough, and if you guys have been listening to us for long enough, you know, we, I think we even talked about this. We came back together to, to relaunch the podcast once while we were all living together, with the exception of Rob. No, yeah, I wasn't um, living with them. I had a life. He wishes. But how's your pool? So <laughs> Too soon. Sorry, buddy. Running down, actually, the, running actually, down the mountain. Actually, the... This episode is coming out in two weeks. Ah, so so I'll, I should have a nice heated pool all ready by then. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> we actually, Just jinxed it. We yeah, wish yeah. you the best on this one. But <laughs> we, we? we we did an episode on Crisis on Infinite Earths. And I remember Rob was there and, you know, you know Ronnie was there. I don't know if Sean was included on that one, but because uh, he wasn't watching any of the, the Arrowverse yeah, shows. I don't think so. But... Something happened with the audio, and it completely corrupted, mm-hmm. and it just destroyed us. Yeah. But I don't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> about us coming back together. But that took the winds out of our sails, and I, it took I, us another year or two to start bringing it back. I right? thought we were talking about Amazon. Yeah. So Yeah, I don't know how we got to his story, but I know yeah. where his story was. Yeah, I knew the where my story was. I said it. But... <laughs> There was a, oh, because we were living together. That's where that started, and we would have to go on like turn on the Xbox, put on yeah. Netflix, and oh, yeah. nowadays, like I said, we say into our remote, 
Netflix and it'll pop up. Right. Yeah. And it, it's so streaming is such a, and it's so much even more convenient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why people I, aren't really watching cable TV anymore. I, no, I we cut the co- cable a long time yeah. ago. But I, I know, like, I watch a lot of the Amazon stuff on my laptop, and it's really hard to search for stuff and, mm-hmm. and find it because, you know, the shopping stuff is still integrated mm-hmm. there. So yeah. I blame Jeff Bezos and his penis rocket. I wish I had one, though, still. A penis rocket? Or a peanut. What? <laughs> That just got really diabolical really quick. <laughs> All right. So actually, you know what? That's even funnier. Because Wait, my, how are you going to segue this? I'm going to segue this. You ready? I'm going to segue oh, yeah. this. Um, well, he, you are a cop, but not a mall so cop. So I watched this show. Way, uh, so for those of you guys who know, I do Fan Feedback Friday, mm-hmm. right? It's, it, yeah. No, no, I do that. Oh. Fan Feedback Friday is something I do every week. And sometimes I struggle with some of my questions. But one of my favorite questions was actually recently before I watched Diabolical because yeah. it's been out for a while and I just haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, it's been out since March. March. And Almost a month. Yeah. Just March like 4th. No, it's June right now. It's Oh, two months. Holy <laughs> shnikes. It's been almost three months. Yeah. So anyway, Holy one of my favorite Batman. questions that I did for, for Fan Feedback Friday was what's a superpower with a terrible drawback Right, mm-hmm. and they do a whole episode of people uh, with superpowers that just kind of suck. Yeah, boombox. and boombox. Kevin, Kevin Smith and his stupid yeah boobies. Yeah. <laughs> I but still like that. Say what you will about this show. We're all going to be of different opinions in this show. I know Ronnie and Rob are a little lukewarm on it. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. Diabolical. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Which is weird because I normally don't like anthologies. Yeah. So. For me, I I really enjoyed the and we'll get through it. We're gonna go through it, and I really enjoy the idea of different genres and different episodes. Yeah, that and, is kind of neat. Mm-hmm. And for me, like the idea, the fact that my fan feedback Friday came to life in an episode is just hilarious. Which, yeah. Oh, about this. The, the, the Were you not paying attention? <laughs> Sorry. He was too busy throwing caps around. So, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so I'm I'm excited to actually talk about this. So, I'm glad you are. So news, yeah, Paul, you got any news for us today? I don't know. Do I? So yeah, not a whole lot of news this week. So, but we do have a couple of big things. We're gonna talk a little bit more about them next week. But we're just gonna throw them out here right now. So first and foremost, Spider-Man: No Way Home, an extended cut, is heading back to theaters in September. Interesting, you know. It, seems more cash grabby than anything else we have very few details on what's going to be included as of right now but yeah that's going to be happening i know a lot of movies have been doing it just to kind of push their numbers a little bit further obviously morbius just did it avatar's done it so we'll see what happens in in september when that rolls around amazon prime has renewed the boys for season four already we only have three episodes in at the time of recording but already they're talking about a fourth season and it is confirmed so that's really exciting and then lastly and we're going to talk a little bit more about this again next week the black adam trailer just dropped and uh, we're excited for it so those are the three biggest things that we have going on right now insert here I don't know. That's the news. <laughs> Thanks. That was that was great. I enjoyed that. Awesome. So I guess we'll just take a quick break. But when we come back, we will be talking about diabolical. Woo! 
Today's episode is brought to you by Raise Energy Drinks from Rep Sports. Whether you're trying to crush your afternoon workout or just need a little extra pick-me-up, Raise Energy is just the boost that you're going to need. So if you go to repsports.com and any product that you order, enter the code MISFIT89 at checkout to receive 15% off. Anything that you guys buy from that store helps our network grow, and we fully, fully appreciate everything you guys do. That's MISFIT89 at checkout, repsports.com. Welcome back. We hope you all had a nice break like we did. Our pee break was fantastic. So we are going to be kicking things off with this episode. Like I said, talking about The Boys Presents Diabolical. Ronnie so this it. was an animated series or short series, I guess, because it's only eight episodes. Limited series. Limited series, yeah. hopefully. Not according to Paul. <laughs> Not according to Paul, but... And the critics. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, Paul, uh, so we like had hot stuff now. Th- this was created by Eric Kripke, Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg, and it's loosely based off of the boys. I so, guess so what's somehow? your connection here? Go ahead and tell us what your connection is that you made to me earlier this week. Oh, about what if? Yes. How very what ifish this was. Very. It was yeah. So what if was basically like stories that at the time didn't seem to really relate until the very end. And that's basically what you get with this show, where it's just a bunch of different stories. The only thing that relates to it is the dog in the opening credit scenes. Terror? Yeah. Is that the dog's name? That's basically the only relation you have until basically the last episode or two-ish, maybe. I mean, like, so honestly, I watched this and it, it took me like a day to watch or so because they're very short they're only like 15 20 ish minutes they're, they're, well, no they're even less are they yeah they're like 12 minutes 13 to okay. 15 minutes when you cut out the amazon uh, oh yeah ads and the credits yeah and, and i think there's so it's got a, like a run time run time of 20 ish but overall a, it's like 13 to 15 minutes at the end for toothpaste or something yeah i don't know i don't know i mean what's crazy too is the fact that you have some Great casting in this. Would you like you, me to do a cast list? You have a lot of big names. I mean, if you wanted to, so you can talk instead of me. All right. So <laughs> here is the generalized voice list. It is not all of I believe General it's all of them. But list. We have Aquafina, Michael oh, Sarah, Don oh. Sheetle, Chase Crawford, Kieran Culkin, G- Giancarlo Esposito, Jason Isaacs, Kumal Najani. I, I hope I got that right because I yeah. really like him. Simon Pegg, Justin Rowland, Andy Samberg, Ben Schwartz, Elizabeth Shue, Christian Slater, Kevin Smith, Anthony Starr, Keenan Thompson, yeah. Aisha Tyler, and Young Yujun. And you also have Blue Beetle in this. Zolo. I can't oh, say his last it? name. Yeah, Zolo Maraduena. So that's the top built cast. Yeah. I will say one of the nice things about Amazon is that X-ray thing. Yeah. Uh, have you ever used that? Yeah, okay, both of you are saying yes. Yeah, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can like on my I'm, when I'm watching out of my laptop, if I move the 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 mouse, like the X-ray for Amazon comes up and it tells me all of the characters and the actors who I'm currently watching, watching. on screen. And then if you yeah. click on it, it'll tell you like their IMDb like stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I, I do like. I wish Netflix had something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, again, you have a lot of big cast names in here. You know, some of them you're kind of like. Not, not sh- you don't really know who they are unless you see the cast list. Right. Like, some of them don't really have that, you know, like Aquafina. When you hear Aquafina, yeah. you know it's Aquafina. 
a lot of the other people in this, you know, you don't, re- nobody really stands out except for maybe like Simon Pegg. Right. I will of. say also, don't forget that there's a lot of the boys cast members that are in these episodes too. Yeah. That Elizabeth Shue, yeah. Anthony Starr. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they play. But I mean, people. you even look at the first episode, which is Laser Baby's Day Out, which was actually like the teaser for the entire show yeah. was basically the Laser Baby. And the lab assistant, who's the star of it, mm-hmm. is played by Ben Schwartz. He doesn't have a single line of dialogue. Yeah. But it's Ben Schwartz, <laughs> who is now like a, a, I wouldn't say a hot item, but like a much bigger item after yeah. the, the Sonic the Hedgehog movies. And you know, I, he was on Parks and Rec for a little bit, yeah. too. Yep. And you know where I first saw Ben Schwartz? Ronnie, come on. You can do this. I'm going to say Supernatural. Bigger callback. Ooh, Big, deeper, bigger? Cu- deeper cut. Deeper cut. Smallville? Deeper cut. Deeper than Smallville? No. Th- this is, you're not going to get it right. It's not superhero related at all. It's not even a TV show. I'm trying to. I'm trying to look. I will say. I will say. Fired up. Okay. I will say one line, and you will get it immediately. Oh shit! Pressure's on. All right, you ready? All right. Oh sheesh, y'all! Twas a dream. You got this. Oh my god! You got this. No, it I is don't. you. And, it is you and I as a webcam. Oh no! Never mind. As a wall. <laughs> what? This so, is a family-friendly show. Ronnie just dropped. He just said. I heard it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got it. I got it. You got this? YouTube. Come on, you got this. Jake and Amir. There it is. One of my kids mentioned this to me today, and yes. and I'm like, I don't know what that is. So Jake and Amir was, College Humor was a website that got really big when YouTube got really okay. big. Mm-hmm. College Humor, basically, they do shorts and they do comedy sketches, and their flagship show was Jake and Amir. Okay. And basically, it's, you know, the, the literally, the definition of straight man versus the uh, the comedic guy, okay. and they work in an, they work at the college humor offices, and one's really weird, and one's normally normal, and then you know every once in a while they'll roll switch, and Ben Schwartz plays a character in the show mm-hmm. where every episode he's in, he pretends to be somebody else, mm-hmm. and he's really bad at making up names. <laughs> Cherry dude, Sulu candles. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like, but then at the end of the show, so the series went on for a long time. They had like a Facebook. I see that. Face, yeah. Facebook tried to do their own streaming service, mm-hmm. and yeah. Jake and Amir was the first Facebook movie that they made. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> but at the end of the show, you find out that all of the characters that Ben Schwartz played with all the really bad made up names were all real characters in the show and Ben Schwartz played all of them and they all come together for like an episode. Yeah, it's funny. really funny. But that was my first time ever seeing Ben Schwartz. Mm-hmm. And he got really big after Star Wars. He voices BB-8. Mm. The, yeah, the droid. That's a, yeah, that's a thing. I guess so. But <laughs> yeah, I really <laughs> like Ben Schwartz and it's funny the fact that, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog... <laughs> what does did, he do? Is he the voice of Sonic? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So... I just, yeah, there you go. There's your deep cut of the day. Oh, wow. But yeah, Jake and Amir just came back as not only a podcast, but also they do a lot of Patreon stuff. Mm-hmm. They go back through old videos. They made new videos. So oh, we, I see we, he does a lot of voice work. Yeah. Oh, Ro- yeah. Robot very, Chicken. Yeah. Robot Bob's Chicken. Burgers. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so there, there's your deep wow. cut of the day. What yeah. a deep cut that was, sir. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's quite a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> How did we get there? We're so, connected. so diabolical. Yes. <laughs> it it was connected because we were talking about Ben Schwartz in the first episode about how he doesn't say anything, even though that's what he's known for. So, I mean, I mean let, let's do this because I don't know where to start with this show just because I didn't really like it. So, <laughs> episode Paul. at a time? Oh, Paul, go ahead. Let, let's hear some things that you liked about it that maybe will kind of persuade 
Rob and I to yeah, I, tolerate or semi like the show. I, I think we've established at this point that Ronnie and I really didn't like this series. Yeah. Like it was for me it was painful at yeah. times. So so on Tuesday we were talking mm-hmm. and I said I think I might have liked what if better. That's a and, big statement. And I agreed. A, and, yes, and, and Rob Rob agreed and that's a big statement because all three of us I, if I remember correctly, did not like What If. Nope. We were not Jesuit. So for Rob and I to say that we liked this worse than that <laughs> yeah, it, it is a big statement. So let, let's hear from Paul to see if maybe he can persuade us a little bit. Okay, so... I'm going to go get a beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for me... Let's start off with I. I don't like anthologies. I'm I'm not a big fan of anthologies. Are you, are you a fan of Black Mirror at all? No. Oh really? No. Wow. Producer Melanie is. For me, if I I'm, love Black Mirror. If I'm going to watch a show, and th- this this is this started with American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. This because I never watched anthologies. I was never a big like. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to watch something, I get invested in it. Yeah, you want the long. And haul. I get invested in the characters and. American Horror Story, I liked the first season, and then I started watching the second season, and I was like, wait, are all the actors, same actors right, playing different, different roles? And I was like, I'm just not into it as much. Yeah. Not, and that's not a, a, a statement of quality, because, you know, I mean, I'm sure it was fantastic, but, like, it just wasn't for me. I don't like anthology. I, I actually understand that, because, like, I know everyone's talking right now about love, death, and robots, and mm-hmm. I'm just, I, I wasn't into it, because it just, every 20 minutes, it changes up the story and the characters, and, and you, it doesn't give you time to get yeah. invested, so I get that. Like, uh, Rob and I watched... Altered Carbon. And mm-hmm. one of the first things Rob said to me when we were about to watch it was <laughs> the second season's horrible. Yeah, don't watch second season. The only redeeming quality of the second season is Anthony Mackie still manages because basically in Altered Carbon you have two you have a bunch of actors playing almost the same characters and they do a better they do a decent job with portraying this is the character right. and this is just the actor that's portraying said character. So for this, I, I walked in and I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep a very open mind because I love the story of the boys. And for me, it's always the concept of what real life of what real life would look like with superpowers. And this show is the definition of how the real world would look with superpowers. Mm-hmm. Because when we think superpowers, we think glamour. We think you know being able to fly and this and that. And I'll say that there are three episodes of the show that I love. Mm-hmm. The You're first talking about diabolical. Of diabolical. Okay. Mm-hmm. The first is the the first episode is fine. Like it's we weren't sure what to expect, and then suddenly we got like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and very tech savory. And I think that this show actually did better the fact that the episodes were so short. I think that actually okay. I, oh. I helped. I think <laughs> especially for the first episode, I think it helped out because imagine thirty five minutes of the first episode, it would have been just mm-hmm. it would have been boring and repetitive okay. and et cetera, et cetera. But for me, I love the second episode where it's all the... Which is entitled An Animated Short Where Pissed Off Soups Kill Their Parents. And in all honesty... That's my favorite episode. Is it? Oh, really? That was like my least... It's my favorite because I like Rick and Morty. And that's the style that it's based on. Yeah, it it was. But for me, the second episode, it it resonates because this is why I like the boys. Because it shows what's happening behind the scenes, you know... Mm. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you get Compound V, you put it in a baby, and you get Homelander. Then other times you get somebody with boobs on his face, yeah. and that's his power. It's, or a boombox. Uh, but you look at look at X-Men. There are thousands of X-Men characters that have powers that make zero sense that are stu- – there's a character named Maggot in X-Men yeah. where literally his power is giant maggots that eat things. Squirrel Girl. 
Squirrel Girl rules, yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I knew you were going to trigger around <laughs> with that one. But I really like the episode and the idea that these parents give up their kids because they didn't turn out to be Homelanders or Black Noirs yeah. or stuff like that. So that was the episode that, that caught me. And also, the character, the narrator. I just thought it was funny. I was, I was We're sitting there going, yeah. and I'm like, is that, is that Christian, Christian Slater? Slater? Yeah. <laughs> it's Christian Slater. I really liked... I So... I'm your pusher is what the show should have been in all honesty, where it is Billy Butcher and mm-hmm. Huey and, and Simon. This is the third episode. This is right. the third yeah. episode. And Simon Pegg actually as Huey. Right. And he yeah. actually looks like Simon Pegg and he looks like Huey from the comics. Yeah. I'm your pusher is the most direct adaptation of the comics. Yeah. Right. It's what if they had just made an animated show of the boys, it's it would have been I'm your pusher. And it, it also goes back to that season one feel of how do soups party? What do they do to get their their kicks, yeah. right? You know, Homelander does cocaine with human adrenaline in it. Yeah. And, you know, Queen Maeve has her drinks with whatever pills. Like, So I, I enjoyed the concept of that one. I will, I'll still say the second episode is my favorite. And then Boyd in 3D. I know I'm kind of going in yeah. order, but these those are my top three, and it just okay. happened to be in that order. Boyd in 3D is a very interesting take it's on— It's a very— Black Mirror kind of episode. Very Black Mirror. Very, what would happen if you got a very mundane but life-changing superpower, right? Yeah. Just the ability to make yourself look better yeah. and how the world interacts. And, you know, obviously thousands of takes on social media and what would happen with social media. And and then at the end, you find out that it was all in his head. Like, I was like, oh, that, that got I dark really sure quick. about yeah. that. Was it everything in his everything head? Everything was in his head. Yeah. The whole thing. He was just sitting in that lab that lab table just I was reading some it. reviews on that one and it said like I loved it until the very end really yeah mm-hmm. which I felt the same way like I, I, I like a good twist cause, though because you know what I, I, I hate that too where it's just like this was all in their head the end it's like yeah but for the for, huh? for, for, uh, for you older viewers it's sort of the the JR got shot and Bobby's in the shower kind of thing that's a good one there's another <laughs> one where I think it was some sort of hospital show and the big twist at the end was that it was all in the mind of an officer. Wasn't it Scrubs? It wasn't Scrubs. It wasn't. No, this was a much older show. I forget the name of it. So if you guys remember. It's not General Hospital. It's it? not. I might. <laughs> mean, no, I don't no, know. It was a soap opera. But no, right. it, it's a, there's a soap opera that takes place in a hospital. And at the end of the show, you find out that it's, it's all in the minds of. Young and Restless. Get out of here. Stop. Uh, now you're just, you're just shouting stuff out. <laughs> it's all in the mind of an autistic kid. Ugh. Yeah. And he's at the, the hospital's like in a snow globe that he plays with. Huh. Yeah. It's yeah it's worth a Google for those of you guys. Don't but, worry. Rob's um, doing it. I'm on it. I know. So like th- those three episodes, like if I, if I tell anybody to watch this show, those are the three episodes that kind of jump at me. I do like the last one. It I does a- address a lot of like the. Saying elsewhere. There it is. Thank you. That was driving me crazy. Really? That's how they ended St. Elsewhere? Mm-hmm. Poor Denzel. Yeah. But I I think Ronnie even mentioned before, because he watched it before I did, and he said, this show has nothing to do with the actual boys show, except yeah. for maybe the last two episodes. And I'm okay with that, mm-hmm. usually. The problem is that, like, what this show showed me more than anything was that the boys is a tricky property that needs to be in the right hands of the right people. And when it's in the wrong hands, boy, is it bad. Yeah. Like this, it's like, you know, Aquafina bad. Yeah. So to, to me, what this should have been was almost like how you do supernatural kind of in a way where it's, we're going to have the same writer for all of it, 
but we're going to give a different director to give different yeah, animations. That would have been a good that idea. That would have been great if it was. Uh, this is our writer. You know, maybe you pick like two, three, whatever. You know. To, to write every single episode, but then you give different directors to do their different animation styles, and I think it would have been a lot mm-hmm. better. I mean, just look at The Boys. Like, The Boys is, to me, one of probably the best shows out there, superhero-based-wise. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Eric Kripke did a great job with that. So, to me, that's where it just fell off. Nothing seemed to be together, and I wanted somehow for this to tie in to the boys or whatever. I got a question. The baby with the laser vision. Is that Homelander? No. That's just a thing. Just a baby. Because well, here, here's, here's the setup for the show. Lines. Is that they said to all of these filmmakers, you get free reign, do whatever you want, yeah. create you know, create your own scripts, just have it sort of exist in the boys universe and, and pick whatever animation style you want. And there was like no rules. So... Yeah. Uh, again, uh, some rules to it would have been they they a lot at better. least needed train tracks to keep the people on a path. Yeah. Like I said, I, I I liked seeing the different animation styles in it, but it, it's just I, I don't know. It just there wasn't that much substance to this. No, it was it was a all. neat experiment that's not really worth looking at. Yeah. So my I would have had more issue with this show if they had one continuous track. Like what if eventually did turn into one story. Right. Yeah. But imagine if what if each episode had a different animation style and they still tried to do the one train. I think the animation style, which you guys seem to have enjoyed, how every episode had a different style to it, it made more sense the fact that all of this was so disconnected. You yeah. you yeah. couldn't have connected this entire like it, the boob guy could not have saved Homelander at the end in the last episode. Like <laughs> yeah. you know, I would have watched that. I know I would have watched that too. <laughs> yeah, but for me, like I I still say that the best animation or like the if they had done it all in the style of the boys that they do in the OD episode, mm-hmm. then they could have done one show with that entire style and that storyline. It would have made the most yeah. sense. I think that that maybe is, you know, I'll speak for Rob, but Rob, correct me if I'm wrong. I think that maybe what Rob and I were hoping for was it was kind of like more just the boys, but animated, almost like invincible. Yeah, there was there yeah. was not a lot of boys in these boys. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So. And and I don't mind sort of the Black Mirror aspects of it. Like mm-hmm. Boyd in 3D, I thought was good up to a point, but then you have stuff like BFFs mm-hmm. where you. What the hell was yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, it was. The, Do you just not like Aquafina? That's actually quite the opposite. I love Aquafina. This was <laughs> a talking piece of poop. <laughs> that's the episode. Yeah, it, it, oh, no. and and oh, that it it was so gross. It was yeah. icky, like gross. I, I agree. That was definitely the worst episode and, and out of all to, of them. According to IMDb, it's actually the lowest rated at a 4.1 also. Yes, would, there's a I question. Would, I would also nice like to address that this is now two podcast episodes in a row that Rob has used icky feel to describe Yeah, I, I realized that once it said, came out <laughs> of my mouth. I'm like, oh. Well, that's because poop is icky. I still always think of the Golgothan from Dogma. Mm. It's a poop monster. Oh, yeah. see, that was cool though. Yeah. So, so Rob, <laughs> I, I'm assuming BFFs was your least liked oh, episode. I don't know. It was it a crappy episode? It was. It was. See, the thing is, at least with BFFs, I did like the the anime animation mm-hmm. style. That was kind of neat, and I like Aquafina, but just. Uh, 
it was yeah. it was that was hard to sit through. I you know, honestly, I actually thought the Rick and Morty animated super short pissed off one was actually one of my least favorites because it was so like just gratuitous for the sake of gratuity like it was just yeah. there was no it was like how shocking can we be mm-hmm. and i was like like and i love rick and morty yeah and it just didn't fly with me yes question in the back all right so this is normally something we do on cinematic adventures but i'm gonna do it for the sake of Ooh. this who would win in a fight <laughs> the boob face guy oh kevin smith's boob face guy, or most love no no oh. Or the demon from Little Nicky who gets boobs on his head. Oh, mm. I, I gotta tap out. And I've actually never you've never seen Little Nicky. Oh, it's Nikki. such a good movie. Oh. It, well, it's not, it's not <laughs> a good movie. It is. It is a guilty. You said that. It is a guilty pleasure, yeah. enjoyable movie, and and one of the better Adam Sandler movies. So Ronnie's gonna have to tackle this one. I'm gonna have to call Sean in a second. We're gonna have to. We're just Skype Can I phone Sean a in. friend and call. Okay, Sean? I'm gonna say booby face you just because it's face. Kevin Smith. That's fair. That's yeah. fair, and also <laughs> the um, only reason why. So, uh, not to not to get too gratuitous, but in the movie Little Nicky, one of the demons, as punishment, gets two boobs attached to the top of his head. Yeah, and in the credit, I think it's Alan Cover too. I want to say that it's one of Adam Sandler's buddies. Yeah, and what in, a shock <laughs> in the credit in the credits, he's listed as Tithead. That's oh, that's his God. actual name for the rest of the movie too. All right, so when I started watching this show, Diabolical. I started watching the first episode. I'm like, oh, this is neat. This is fun. It's Tex Avery. And I found myself not... That was Kevin Nealon, really? I, I found myself not laughing at all. And I'm like, oh, no, we've got a problem now. Mm-hmm. And then the second episode was just... was that the boob eyes. And I'm like, this, okay, this is supposed to be funny. And I'm not laughing. So let me ask you a question. If you watch, like, a Bugs Bunny cartoon, do you laugh? I don't Am ever I a dork if I say yes. <laughs> but you know what though? Like I, I've never watched a Bugs Bunny. Like as much as I enjoy Bugs Bunny, and we you know, we grew up on Space Jam, not yeah. Space Jam and New Legacy crap. That's another cinematic adventures joke, sorry. Yeah. I forget what podcast I'm doing sometimes. <laughs> but we grew up with you know, with a right. lot of that stuff. But I'm I don't ever remember watching you know, I'll I'll That's still, true. I'll chuckle right. at like yeah. the, duck se- loud. the duck season, rabbit season. But at least with those moments I, I recognize it as funny and I'm enjoying it because it's funny. In this, I'm like, okay, this is supposed to be funny and I'm supposed to be enjoying it, but I'm not, and I'm not finding it funny. Mm. Like it's set up as being mm-hmm. funny, but there's nothing about it. Like, it. like with Rick and Morty stuff, yeah, I would agree. I'm not necessarily laughing out loud, but I am finding it funny and, and enjoying it yeah. on that level. Whereas with this, I wasn't. So I, that's why I think I was okay with the I'm your pusher one because at least that was going for that similarly dark humor of the mm-hmm. boys. And it was a, a, a more serious storyline too. I, yeah. I love in, the, in I'm your pusher when he's flying around totally out of his mind and they're like, what does he do? He flies really fast. Yes. Like that. Yeah. they're just like yeah. crap. To- Who is Jack from Jupiter though? That's what Melanie goes. And I go, well, he's, he's a Martian Manhunter parody, yeah. but yeah, they never mentioned it. It's the most comic based of the entire thing. Cause the boys, the TV show or the, the, Prime show is not a hundred percent comic accurate. No, no. I, I've read a couple of them. And it can't it's, be. It's yeah. so, oh, it can't so wait, be. you watched this with producer Melanie? Oh yeah. What was her thoughts on this? She she enjoyed it, and then she didn't enjoy it. She kind of went in waves in it. But I I remember sitting there watching the first couple of episodes, and there were parts where we both were like, Oh God. Like, cause it, it, especially that first episode, it jumps quick. Yeah, yeah. it's 
carnage left and right. Yeah. And not yeah. at first though. It, yeah. It's it's when the baby like they finally get out and he's yeah. she, the baby blows, blows a, hole a hole in somebody and it's so you can only do so much with live action before yeah. the point mm-hmm. like it's just not physical. Especially the first season of the boys, they had to be very conservative because they also had a, a much smaller budget right. you know prime was just starting even when jeff when, bezos was being stingy yeah when <laughs> when robin dies you don't see her actually get hit and explode in that yeah. first episode you just see him holding her hands and it's a jump cut right. yeah so and that's how they save money mm-hmm. so for this like we're watching and that's only it goes zero to 100 because it's animation and you can and also there's not a whole lot of animation that i can think of off the top of my head that has such graphic violence in yeah. it are there, especially with anime and stuff like that? Yes, but the fact that like you're seeing intestines hanging out when he, when uh, the Great Wide Wonder flies through yeah. Iron uh, Ironhide, yeah, I think you'd have to go into deep yeah. into some anime for it some is of that like stuff. it's horrifically graphic. And for me, like we were watching it, and there were parts where we were both like, "Oh, oh, god!" Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think if you start going in deep anime, like Chainsaw Man and stuff yeah. like that, or Attack on Titan stuff yeah. like that, even. So, mm-hmm. all right, what what did you think about the Nubian versus Nubian one? Yeah. I'll, let, I'll let Ronnie take it. I, what? I'll let Ronnie take that one. Why? Because I don't remember it off the top. Oh. Of I, all I remember it was, was the, the couple that it was, was the couple divorced. that the superhero yeah, marriage. Yeah. yeah. Super, again, I, Don Cheadle. Yeah. So literally, episode to me, episode one, five, six, seven, very very forgettable. Okay. Two, three, four are definitely the best. Eight, the only reason that it's not forgettable is due to the fact that it just ties into the boys. It's continuity. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. That's the only reason why, like, if it didn't tie in, that's another one that would be, like, on the bottom end and everything. it seems totally consistent with the show, too. Yes. Yeah. But Nubian versus Nubian, I mean, I thought it was stupid. I mean, to be honest with you, I think it might have been the worst one. Really? Yeah. Worse than the poop one? It's a toss-up between those okay. two for me. Maybe the poop one is number one as far as like being the worst, and then Nubian Nubian yeah. is number two. Like uh-huh. at least with the Nubian Nubian one, it, maybe I, I'll make BFS number first, two. All right, the first half of Nubian Nubian was <laughs> was actually good, but then it just when the kid got involved and yeah. she started like bringing the bad guy in I'm like yeah. this is dumb and then and then the uh, you know what the, here's here it is for a lot of these the endings were all terrible yeah like none of them ended in a place where I'm like oh that's clever or that's yeah. cool it was all it was always like oh that's such a step back from where they yeah. were going uh, I, I don't know are all these characters in the comics no. Boobai guy is not? No. Talking I don't think so. Not a lot of these characters. I, again, I'm not 100% familiar with the comics, so I can't. Okay. I don't yeah. want to speak to I, it. I'm like, I seriously well, doubt speaking it. Speaking of Nubian versus Nubian, Groundhog? I would... Like, wh- what? Like He wh- might. I don't know. Like, like I'm just like so confused, because why is he dressed like a hawk and has metal clubs as hands? Don't you know how to ground hawk? I don't know. I panicked. <laughs> oh, no, he is. Here he is. Groundhog is a minor antagonist of the controversial comic. He is the leader of the superhero team, the G-Men. <laughs> oh, not even oh, good yeah. enough to be the A. Some of them are. Oh, yeah. Broken. I mean, Others some of them are, but like some of them, I feel like they had to create for this and oh, they yeah. did a bad job creating some of the Laser Eye Baby. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which I could have sworn. But don't forget the Laser Eye Baby was in season one. Season one. Yeah. yeah. I could have sworn they were going to, in this, make that like Homelander. 
No, thank God they didn't. Yeah. And that little boy grew up to be homeland. Yeah, right? All right, so you said your goods, right? What was your least favorite episode, Paul? Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, obviously the poop one. We're all talking about Yeah. Why was that one so bad? Because it was so crappy of an episode. Like, it, it didn't make sense at all. Like, she gets superpowers, and it's all it is is she to be able to poop. poop. No, she can control poop. Because remember, she she takes poop that's sitting around and puts it in people's coffee and stuff. Okay, oh, so yeah, do you need me to explain that why? poop from? All right, I'm, you flush yeah. a toilet, and the poop is gone. Oh, no, it was animal poop, I think. But at the end, doesn't she end up with like 30 million pieces Come of poop? Come to me, my jungle friends. <laughs> it's almost up. like an ant man, but with poop. <laughs> wow. That's the quote of the week. Wow. It's like Ronnie wins. Next so which one which one was your I, I would say probably BFFs. Yeah. And, and All, right. All right. Okay. New rule. You can't mention BFFs anymore as your least favorite episode. There's only eight episodes. Yeah, I know. So that only takes one away. That's like saying Batman and Robin is the worst Batman. Everybody knows that. Mm. So what's what's the worst one? Not counting BFFs. I, I mean Nubian versus Nubian also. It's the same same points. The John and Son he one mm-hmm. is as written by Andy Samberg, it's, and it's not. There's not a single joke in it either. We should yeah, say. Go ahead. Yeah. It, it's I I would watch that over Nubian versus Nubian again. Yeah. yeah, but that that's my piece. All right, I think it's time to wrap this up. Star City ratings. Star time. City ratings. We're, we're gonna save Paul for last to end on a high. Rob, I'm going to have you go first oh on this one. Oh, my God. I don't know what to think about this. Okay. I admire the fact that they were trying something new. Like, I always I always want to reward risk takers. Mm-hmm. I love that. And there is creativity here. It's not necessarily an interesting creativity. <laughs> I do like the fact that they all take different anime styles and animation styles and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, you know, kudos to the voice work. But I can't uh, get... I don't think I can give it more than, like, one and a half because it was okay it was painful it was tough to get through thank god each episode was only like 10 <laughs> to 12 minutes but i I, yeah. I would not recommend this to anybody all right i'm gonna go next and the tough thing is me saying i think i liked what if better i'm hoping that i score this lower than i scored what if <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna give this a two to to me the reason i'm not gonna go lower is because of episodes two three and four those those by far, I probably would have been given like if I went, you know, episode by episode. Those would have been around like the three and a half to four mark for me. All the other episodes are like three or lower for sure. You liked you know. Boyd in three D? I did. Why? I, I I thought it was a unique spin on things. Social it, it commentary. Was, yeah. yeah. Um, I kept waiting for like, I'm like, okay, is the animation going to st- change, going to style? When's it, when's it gonna yeah. become 3d? <laughs> like I did. I, for yeah. the longest time. And then I realized, Oh, he lives in 3d. Yeah. I don't know. There was just something about it that just like, that kept me hooked and interested in while like the other ones, other than the other mm-hmm. two, you know, were kind of like, all right. Yeah. I, I'm done with this episode. It, it was a good of. social commentary. Yeah. I'll give you that. So because of those three, I'm, I'm going to have it as a two. Again, I like seeing the different styles of animation. I just would have preferred if we had the same writer or so, you know, two, three, mm-hmm. maybe just to make it seem the same, but at times different. Kind of like, what if, like, what if the animation style was the same and it for 
majority of it, I would say. But you had, you know, it, it seemed different. Everything seemed different, but at the same time, it was the same. While this was, everything was different. Right. Nothing seemed to connect to each other at all. Could you recommend this? No. <laughs> <laughs> not, not at all. I would, again, episodes two, three, and four, I would say watch those. But overall, yeah. I would be like, you know, you don't have to really watch yeah. it at just all. Just go watch The Boys. Just watch The Boys. You don't need to, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, should I watch this in order to see episode, you know, season three or anything? And no. no. I, again, maybe no. maybe episode eight, <laughs> just because it ties in to The Boys. But yeah, I, I give this a two. All right. Mr. Fan. I'm, I'm going to give it a three. Just it's one of the it's it's tough to rate a show like this in its entirety because every episode is so different. Yeah. I would say though that I enjoyed it more than I didn't enjoy it. And mm-hmm. to say that I enjoyed it more than if if I was like half of it's really good, half of it's really bad, then yeah, I'd have a two point five because that's literally middle of the road. Yeah. For me, I, I can say I enjoyed it more than I didn't. I, I wanted to watch more of it. There are some things that were really good in it, and then there are some things that were just kind of meh. And I find that if I'm looking at uh, at a show as a whole and I'm like, more good than bad, it's got to be slightly above average. So mm-hmm. for me, I, I give it a three. I do agree with Ronnie that if you want to watch The Boys, you watch The Boys, you don't need this in your no. life. Mm-hmm. This is more just uh, – uh, this was a good palate. Like, I wish I had watched this. <laughs> no. You were going to say palate cleanser. I was. <laughs> but, uh, and, and in light of the poop episode, I don't want to – Well, th- <laughs> I wish I had watched this when this first came out as kind of a holdover to get to the boys. Right. That's why they created it. I I know, and unfortunately, I I just didn't get a chance. It's so many things to stream. Yeah, Yeah. we're really flooded. Had I known that these were only 15-minute episodes, and they all came out at once, it's not like the weekly setup that The Boys normally has, I probably would have watched this Mm -hmm. when it first came out, and I kind of wish that I had. Just, I think my perspective would have been different, especially considering, like, literally, we're going to stop recording, and I'm going to go upstairs with producer Melanie and start (laughs) watching The Boys. Yeah. Yeah. So, three. Awesome. All right. Well, that's going to wrap us up for our discussion on Diabolical. Real quick, we're just going to just kind of do like a quick review of season one, season two of The Boys. For those that maybe have not, A, listened to our episode on our thoughts of it. Link below. But Yeah, right? But also, you know, maybe it's been a while that, you know, you've seen season one, season two. So, Paul. You wanted to give us like a quick little recap of season one, season two. The boys are fighting the seven, <laughs> and 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 Huey's sad. The end. Recap. Good job. Do, do you, no, like seriously. Do you want like an actual recap of the show? If you want to, uh, if you think you're prepared for it, I can do my best. So. For those of you guys, obviously, if you've listened to this episode thus far, you know what's going on in the boys, and or at least your fans, or you just like our podcast, one of those things. So Probably the first two. The boys is the story of, <laughs> full spoilers, of Huey Campbell, who gets pulled into this world where Billy Butcher leads kind of a ragtag group of non-powered individuals who are trying to keep superheroes in line, and the biggest of those being the seven and the connecting story between Huey is that, A, his girlfriend gets killed accidentally by A-Train, one of the members of the Seven. And then he falls for new member of the Seven, Starlight, who's still optimistic and trying to be a hero. And that's the, the general feel of Season 1. Season 2 is the fallout from the end of Season 1, where the boys are in hiding. Starlight's acting as a mole and trying to help them bring down Vaughn International. We also get introduced to new character Stormfront, who has mm-hmm. her own mysterious past. And we get... 
the revelation that Compound V is what's creating these superheroes. And the end of it does end on a slightly happier note where the boys become actually a, a fully sanctioned government team as they are in the comics. Mm-hmm. And we get pushed into the next wave of stories that are coming out today. Yeah. Good job. Nice. I'm proud of you. And I put you on the spot. I was hoping you'd mess up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So that's kind of basically where we are at at this moment leading up to, again, season three, which came out today, and none of us have seen it. At time of recording. At, yes. All right. Who is your favorite character so far? Season one and two? Season one, season oh, two. Give me a minute. So, Paul, I guess you're going first. I will I will argue Huey and Starlight are my favorite together, mm-hmm. especially. I, I I find I don't often find myself engaged in quote unquote the love story of it, but I really enjoy Huey and Starlight. You know, Huey's just a he does mean well the whole time and he grows and he changes. You know, as much as I love Billy Butcher, he it is until the very last, 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 last episode of season two where he finally embraces the the kid. Mm-hmm. I, I forget the kid's name off the top of my head, but yeah. and we see it in the season three trailers where they still have a, a relationship, him and the and the Homelander's son, basically. Yeah. So for me, I, I really enjoy Huey and Starlight, and I and I root for them too, which is always a big thing. If you're rooting for characters, it means that they that you resonate with them in some way. Right. What about you, Ronnie? I think my favorite might be Mother's Milk. I know you love him. I I, I do. I I think. I don't know what it is. I think it's just if I wanted to be any character in this, it would probably be him. I think he's just a complete bad. BA. Yeah. Yeah, that word. BA. Mother lover. <laughs> yeah, mother lover. You know, and, and he seems to be the one that always is the voice of reasoning with the boys. Not Frenchie? Not. <laughs> yeah, no, not Frenchie. You know, like he, he seems to be the one that isn't too far to one side. Like you got. Billy Butcher, that's like, all superheroes are bad. We got to kill every single one of them. This, this, and that. You got Huey, Huey, who's just a little crybaby. Huey. Huey. Huey is full of pooey. Huey baby. Yeah. I don't know. He's just too too much of a crybaby. I almost... Let's wrap this up there, buddy. Yeah. Is it my turn? I guess I'm done. (laughs) You started rambling. Because I'm explaining why Mother's Milk is the best. All right, you're the host, bud. I know I'm the host, so shut up. And then, uh, so between him and Black Noir, I, I, I think th- those are my top two. If I had to pick one quote-unquote superhero and one boy, it, it would be Mother's Milk and Black Noir as oh. my favorites. Okay. Rob? I got two. I'm going to say Queen Maeve. Because um, she seems to be like the moral center of so much in the the seven, trying to do the right thing, and and I love her complicated sexuality. That's she hides so much. Then they try and man, like they try and business yeah, man, it, manipulate yeah. it, and everything. Like she really is a victim, and I feel so bad for her. So I think I probably have the most empathy for her. I really, really, really like Stan Edgar Giancarlo mm. Esposito's character. I think because. He is the most powerful one on the show, and he has no superpowers whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such a brilliant commentary on society yeah. that you know the the rulers rulers of the word world aren't going to be the presidents and dictators. It's going to be the corporate owners. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's a reflection just of real life. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying. All right. So now, who's your least favorite? 
least favorite the deep. I was gonna say, are we all gonna say the deep? I was thinking the deep. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, so let let's let's extrapolate a little bit. So the deep does one of the most horrific acts mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. and, and don't get Homelander does too, but in the comics it's even worse. Like it's so much worse in the yeah. comics what happens to Starlight in that first. Well, and it's mostly Homelander who does it too. It's yeah. not even yeah. the deep. Oh, Homelander is the like the deep is a sidekick yeah. to yeah. like like. And the same thing in the comics, there's two soldier boys. The first is what Jensen Ackles is a little bit more portraying, like that actual, like, mm-hmm. you know, terrible Captain America, basically. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is like another wimpy character who's just trying to get in on the seven. And Homelander actually takes advantage of him sexually. And then he's like, you're not actually getting in the seven. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, like the deep, though, in this show is the worst. And then I would argue Homelander, obviously, is second because he does. He, he assaults Becca. Yeah. Uh, butcher, yeah. like he's he's not a good person either. Obviously, that's me. Rob, are you gonna say the deep as yeah, well? Yeah, I think so. I was gonna say I, th- well, I think I, we're all gonna say the well, deep. Well, yeah. between the deep and A Train, yeah, yeah. Uh, A Train is pretty despicable as a I, human I being. I would yeah. also argue Popclaw. <laughs> <laughs> Popclaw, yeah. Popclaw. For those of you guys who don't remember, Popclaw is A Train's estranged girlfriend who is also hooked on mm-hmm. the Compound B and yeah. ends up crushing her landlord's head. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Cool. yeah. <laughs> gross i i just like how Patton oswalt is in this oh yeah, yeah. he voices the gills of oh that's Deep. right yeah. oh, that, oh god <laughs> i think that's great good for him making two dollars for that I, I gotta say though that like i and this is a different answer from my other two the most fascinating character on here i really think it's homelander because mm. he is so psychologically broken he really is yeah. and and it's he's disturbing like i still remember that scene where I, it, I where he's on the plane and he's like i have to let these people die yeah, yeah. like that is the single most because it was a conscious unemotional oh he didn't care decision mm-hmm. that he knew that's what was best for him and then he spun it yeah. it's so haunting like yeah it, it was he's so mm-hmm. despicable but he's such a fascinating character so yeah. again we have not watched any of season one no. or two or excuse me any of season, season three. three and so i have a, a friend named john who uh, runs a podcast called hey palace new and he and i worked in the same building so we we constantly chat and we constantly talk and he watched the first two episodes and one of the first things he said non-spoiler he said Homelander is broken. Wow. Like worse than he was psychologically. So I'm very excited to see that. His obsession with Elizabeth Shue. And milk. Yeah. Yeah, it's so disturbing. (laughs) Yeah. To be honest with you, I'm kind of surprised you didn't say Robert Singer was your favorite. (laughs) Bobby Singer. Jim Beaver. Jim Beaver. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I really hope him and Jensen Ackles have a scene together this season. I do too. That'd be great. What does he play? He, he was a um, government guy, yeah, the oh, U.S. Okay, Secretary right. of Defense. Yeah. Only one episode. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we're going to wrap things up with our discussion, just talking about what to expect from season three. What are we hoping for? Who can't we wait for? Justin Eccles. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That's, well, well, that's, I was gonna say, well, is there anybody Eccles. else new coming? No, so no, do no. you know what I want for this season, and I'll say it, because... As I mentioned, Rob and I watched Altered Carbon. And one of the worst things about Altered Carbon, and Netflix was really guilty of this, where their first season was balls to the wall, crazy. Yeah, they just didn't care. And then the second season, they it's PG almost 13. PG, yeah. I, I'd even argue. Like, yeah. just, just the drop-off. 
the boys has only gotten bigger and more grandiose in just their mm. craziness. Stranger Things just came out with their newest season, and it's horrifying. Yeah. Like, it's scary. Mm. And it's a true return to form. I think Netflix is kind of learning from that. Even, like, The Witcher Season 2 was a lot more tame than The yeah, Witcher Season much. 1. So, for me, my... I would argue even Bridgerton Season yeah, oh, 2. Yeah. I, my expectation for Boys Season 3, very simple. More. more. Bigger. Inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rob? Yeah. I, I gotta echo that. I, I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping Jensen Ackles doesn't disappoint. I'm mm-hmm. hoping he is just like he said, a douchebag Captain America. Yeah. And uh, I can't wait to see him and Homelander sort of interact with mm-hmm. one another. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I'm just basically, I feel like this whole part of this episode is just us echoing each other. But yeah, I, I'm hoping for the same kind of tonality we've had in the first two. Just continue on with that. If it if it ain't broke. Don't fix it. Right. You know, just just keep the wheel going. You know, there's nothing really wrong with season one, season two. Again, can't wait to see Jensen Ackles and everything as Soldier Boy. And then we're we're getting a bunch of new super powered characters in this. You know, we, we're gonna have Termite, who's basically has, yeah shrinking powers. You well, got it's gonna get inappropriate. Fast. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I heard how inappropriate mm-hmm. it gets. Really. We and got they uh, don't hold back. What else? We got Blue Hawk. There's Mindstorm, and then Tommy TNT, Tessa TNT, the TNT twins, mm. they're called. So I, I'm just curious to see what else we can see. Like, I, I want to see some new powers, you know, being involved instead of seeing the same old same. Especially with right. a bigger budget. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So I'm pretty excited to see, obviously, the first three episodes dropped already as at the time of recording yeah, so i can't of, wait to, yeah house. i know right can't wait to watch that so that's gonna wrap us up for our discussion on the boys but before we go we have our fan feedback friday yeah we do insert here all right so this week's fan feedback friday was a little bit more fun it was if you were a superhero in real life so real life superhero what would your superhero name be and what would you call your sidekick so let's see we have from ronnie dad joke man and his sidekick would be the laughter (laughs) funny let's see we also have and we also have responses to these which is even funnier so we also have giggles as the sidekick or chuckles definitely chuckles we have from producer melanie the snacker not sure what her sidekick name would be but she's open to suggestions and of course ronnie said the snacker and the cracker when to which melanie respond not sure how well this would be marketed but yeah there it is for me i said cheeseburger man and my partner french fry or and then a suggestion from our friend daniella chicken figure man and your sidekick mozzarella stick that's actually way better from rob's film class all right here we go guys cat lady and dog pounder morbin and time gumball and darwin bat freak and little boy christy and erica dactyl and shump I have so many follow-up questions and a lot of concerns. Our friend Martin, he wrote uh, Yankee Doodle and his sidekick Ringden, or Dr. Ohms and Kid Kilowatt. So some fun ones. Thank you guys for jumping in. And don't forget, Fan Feedback Friday, every Friday on our Facebook page, the Multiverse Fancast. Why'd you say that? No. <laughs> so that's going to wrap us up for today. As always, I'm Ronnie. And I'm Paul. And I'm Rob. And we will be back in a flash. Morgan's. See ya. Good job, guys. <laughs>